would say you know Michael Jordan. You guys know Michael Jordan? Show of hands. You guys know him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, how many of you know his birthday? Nobody. Uh, how many even know his favorite food? Anybody? Favorite food? Yeah. And that's, and we, we know who he is. We know about him. We know uh, he played for the Chicago Bulls. Some of you may agree that he's the greatest of all time. Uh, some of you um, may have watched him play. Some of you can care less. <laughs> but um, there's something about knowing somebody um, from a distance and truly knowing him. And one thing this pandemic has caused us to do is, you know, um, really stop. And, and I believe God has stopped us even, even can even speak and, and, and through this time. And Jesus, do we really know him? Yes, he is our savior. And yes, maybe some of you learned about him in Sunday school and, and some of you um, have heard stories about him, but do you really know him? Do you truly know him? And I believe that's what uh, God is desiring for us to do is truly know him and get to know him even more. And so um, a, a, a passage of scripture that has been coming up um, and over this, this pandemic is found in the 46th Psalm. Some of you probably already know where I'm going. Psalm 4610. For Psalm 4610, where the psalmist writes, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Wow, what a call for us, even uh, as the psalmist writes this, and even for us as a church, and to be still. A.W. Tozer, uh, you guys know A.W. Tozer, he writes, the man who, who would truly know God must give time to him. Let me say that again. The man who would truly know God must give time to him. And, and I don't know about you, but this pandemic has really um, even had encouraged me and even forced me to get to know God more and spend some more time with him. And, and so there's no, no, really no way of knowing somebody um, without spending time with him. And we live in a, in a society that calls for instantaneous things, right? Like um, some things that, that we, what are, what are some examples? Maybe TV dinners, right? TV dinners, um, uh, ramen noodles, you know, you put it in there, you get it out in one minute or something like that, or um, another instant instant um, curry, coffee, put a, put a little pot in there, you'll get it within less than a minute, right? And, and that's the society that we live in, you know, constantly, you know, instantaneous. And, um, but if we truly, um, many of you already know, you know, if we truly want to know uh, somebody and even especially Jesus, we have to take time and it, it's, it's, it, it, we have to develop a relationship and um, there's sacrifice involved. There's, there's discipline involved and, and, and there's so much things that can take our time. It could, it could be school, uh, even some of the, some things that are 
um, there's really nothing wrong with it, but it, it can take away from our time from knowing God. You know, it could be school, it could be work, it could be um, sports. And some of you, um, for me, I, I have four children and I, my eldest is a teenager and she's very, um, she's very athletic. She's very talented. And so she's involved in all the sports, you know, volleyball, softball basketball and everything and we can get so consumed in different things and and even their family and, and there's nothing wrong with it but is it taking away our time with spending um, time with god and so really in this pandemic i really believe that it's you know um helped us to slow down the psalmist says be still be still and it's a it's a word it i'm not sure if i'm it's a hebrew word har harpa <laughs> those of hopefully there's no greek um my greek professors are not on here to um <laughs> uh, critique me but it says that that word means to cease from striving it means to relax basically means to chill out and sometimes we need to just be told to chill out, you know, take a step back and we can get so involved in what we're doing and, and, and just, and, and, and it happens and it can happen in, in, what was the word, unintentionally, right? And we, we were involved even in the ministry and everything, but when's the last time you spent some time with the Lord, some time that you spent with God? And even you see in the gospels, you, you Jesus did it himself, right? Uh, Jesus would take a, take time away. He would he would um, even in the morning it said he was he was off praying and he was spending that time of solitude. And so if we want to grow and if we want to know God and more and more we have to pause. We have to slow down and and, and chill out. And and I've and I've learned after pastoring for six years, um, it, it's one thing to do ministry. But it's another thing to actually spend time with God and and minister in a way of, as you know someone that knows God, somebody that is in tune with God, somebody that spends time quality time with Him, and it's just like then we get to minister uh, on top of that kind of thing, and uh, as an add and add into that and as a result of knowing god i get to minister this it's amazing it's a, there's a difference there's a difference and and i believe that that's what god is calling us to do and 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 the and the truth is you know we have to be reminded sometimes um it's not about doing this doing that you know because even scriptures um say even jesus himself says there's going to be a time where there not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, right? It, Jesus says, but the only one who's, who does the will of my Father. Uh, Jesus says, many will say, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name, drive out demons, perform many miracles? And, and Jesus says, depart from me. I never knew you. Away from me. Wow. Uh, that that's that's kind of a, an, uh, an eye opener, you know. Lord, I, we can say we did this, did that, got, went there, you know, did all these different things, but there's going to come a day 
oh man, that's just, that's, that's an eye opener for me. And I, I, I do not want that to happen. And I, I don't want that for anyone, you know, to happen to anyone. And so be still and know, be still and know. Um, and it's a call to, to relationship. It's a call to um, just having that, that relationship with the Lord. And we see that even in the Gospels as Jesus was getting ready for his departure. He, he was preparing his disciples. And one, one, one put in John's Gospel, John writes of how Jesus was preparing his disciples for what's always going to take place. And he was, he was going to, he was telling them John 14, 15 and 16 about all that was going to take place and how they were going to experience um, the anointing of uh, the Holy spirit and how they were going to experience relationship. And um, John 14 tells us of how uh, Jesus says, when the spirit comes, um, it says you, you will experience a relationship and you will experience um, unity. You will experience, it says, I, the, the Father, uh, you will know that the Father's in me and I am in you. Um, verse 17, uh, you know him for he dwells with you and he will be in you. And he's, he's, He's um, getting them ready for what's going to take place, how they're going to experience fellowship and relationship. And uh, one of the very familiar passages is in John 15, where um, he talks about, you know, the relationship of um, unity and oneness, and where he says, I am the vine, you are the branches. And he says, abide in me. And that word abide, uh, as, as you study that word, it, it means to Refuse to depart. Refuse to depart. Not, you know, not wanting to depart. And Jesus says, I am the vine. And the Father is the vine dresser. And you are the branch. And, and every branch um, that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. And, and so there's, it tells of a wonderful relationship um, of a father pruning. Uh, pruning is good, and, you know, things that don't, uh, are not beneficial, he prunes. It's a good process. There's sanctification taking place there. Um, and, and so what, what is our job as the branch? What's our job description? It's to abide, Right? It's not really to bear fruit. That, that's a, that was a game changer for me. But when we abide, fruit happens. Fruit takes place when we are abiding. Um, our, our, our job is to just abide, to remain uh, in, in closeness and relationship with the Lord. And so when the branch is abiding, um, that's just that's an amazing picture that Jesus gives us right there uh, of relationship, and He says, "Just abide, stay, stay connected to the vine." 
And what does the vine do to the branch? It, it gives, it, it sources it, it gives it what it needs. And, and that's what God has been, you know, speaking to us even as a church through this whole pandemic is, is just a, what, we, what we have as believers, as followers, as leaders. And those of you who are on here, you know, we have the anointing of the Holy Spirit. We have the infilling of the very Spirit of God living within us. And all, and all we are called to do is stay in relationship, abide, and allow the vine, allow the Jesus himself to continue to source us. And so, and, and when that takes place, fruit, fruit will happen. So this, going back to our, our passage, Psalm 46, and we're just called to take time, be still, chill out. Build this relationship. Spend time with the Lord. You are the branch of John 15, 5. And, and allow the life, uh, allow the vine to give you life. And, um, and so what if we were to use this time? Even some of you are, are um, still at home and some of you are in the office and some of you are still um, for those of us here in, in, in Arizona, we're, we're, there's a, we're still trying to uh, get to the place where we can reopen. And, and um, a lot of my, my children are still at home doing online schooling. I have to get back to them here in a little bit. And, um, but it's, it's, it's um, what if we were to use this time to really get to know God and spend time? And so that word know be still and know. It's it's the Hebrew word yada, and it, it means to know, um, notice, to hear, to learn. But the Greek word of know is the word genosko. Um, I don't know if you some of you have heard the word genosko, and uh, it is it's the the uh, basic um, definition for genosko is knowledge found through experience or relationship. It's an intimate understanding. Um, some of you said you know Michael Jordan, but you truly don't really know him. You just know about him. And there's, some, there's a difference by knowing him. And this, this word genosco, that we are called to know Christ, to know God, uh, it's found through experience. Um, some of you... Uh, travel to and um, to work and home and uh, how many of you have ever been I don't know if this is time for confession or not <laughs> but I'll confess um, there's been a time where I've been pulled over um, speeding and I didn't really know the the speed limit for that road until I was pulled over and uh, the officer gave me a, a piece of paper and says, this is how fast you are going, but this is the posted speed limit. And forever in, in my life now, I'll know what that speed limit is on that road because I experienced it. I experienced getting pulled over. I experienced, you know, getting a, a piece of paper given to me. That's what genosco means. That's what it means to know, to have an experience and a personal relationship with the Lord. And um, my kids, uh, they're, 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 I have a ninth grader. That's crazy, a freshman in high school. Um, and a um, 
fourth grader and a second grader. And as we were getting them ready for school, um, we were giving them some different things, tools to use. And they asked us, okay, okay, dad, what if we don't understand um, the definition of a word? What do you use? And, and we're like, okay, you gotta find, you gotta find a dictionary. And we're like, dictionary? What's a dictionary kind of thing? And, and nowadays, what do our kids use and people use? They use Google, right? You go to Google, just type it in there and it'll tell you. Um, and, and so we can, in the same way, we can read up and, and Google things all we want. And, but to really know God, we have to spend time and to experience knowing him. You have to have the intimate understanding of him. Uh, Janosko is used to describe, you know, intimacy, and and so even in even as going back to John's gospel, as Jesus was preparing his his people before he went to the cross, John fourteen fifteen sixteen, and in seventeen we find him praying. We find him praying to God uh, for his disciples and the and the, those that were going to come to the Lord and. In John 17, he prays uh, to the Father, and he says, Lord, and this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. And Jesus, that word that John uses right there is, they may know you, that they may genosco you. Jesus says, this is eternal life, that they may genosco you, and they, they, they may know me. Um, and this is what it means to be a follower and a Christian, even in this time, to really know God. And, uh, and what if this was the, the greatest, I hear a lot of times, oh man, uh, give us 2021 kind of thing. Have you heard that before? You know, when will 2020 be done with? We were, we're ready for 2021. I've heard that. Uh, news and different ones say that. But what if this was a, 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 the best year of your life? What if God used this time, you know, say, man, I really, uh, I thank the Lord for 2020. Think about your testimony, you know, next year, five years, if the Lord gives us 10 years. And say, it was in that time that I really got to know God got to know him truly and experience him. And, and, and that's what, that's what uh, God is calling us to do, even in this time, to be still and know him. I've heard um, um, as you get older, and I've been married to my wife for, it's going to, uh, let me see, I got to get this right, guys. Um, 15 years, it's going to be 16 years here this coming March and, um, still getting to know her, still getting to know, uh, her. I, I pray that maybe when the Lord gives us, uh, 50 years that, um, I'll get, I'll know her more than I did 50 years ago. But they say that as the longer that the couple stays together and are together more, they begin to act like one another. Have you heard that before? They begin to act like one another. They begin to even talk like one another. Um, I can attest to that. And there's some things that I say sometimes like, well, where did that come from? You know, how, why am I saying, why am I talking like that now? Um, but the, 
but the one thing that I heard is you begin to look like one another. Oh man, I don't know about that. I don't, I don't think my wife, my beautiful wife would want to look like this guy, but, but they say that happens as they, as a couple stays together longer and they be, it naturally happens that you begin to talk like one another. Um, when, when my wife and I first got married, I wasn't a coffee drinker. And I would ask her, you know, why do you drink that stuff? You know, and, and 15 years later, guess what I do? I can't go about, you know, a, a day without having a cup of coffee. And so these different things take place. You begin to talk like one another, act like one another. And um, what if our relationship with Jesus was like that? So close to him, we begin to act like him, talk like him and even begin to look like him. And it, what if we were just so wrapped up in, in Genosko and knowing him? And then that's what God is calling us to do, be still and know that I am God. Um, what if his nature, his character, his life, who he was, who he is, you know, the God who loves, who, and, and that's what, you know, scripture says, you know, they. They will know that you are my disciples by your love, right? And, and so what if we, you know, people, when they saw you, I, I see your names, different names on here. Um, what if they saw Gabe and they really didn't see Gabe, but they saw Jesus? What if they saw Gary and they didn't see Gary, but they saw Jesus? They saw Aaron and uh, the best representation of Jesus, you know, Quentin. Oh man, they, he, I see Jesus, and that's what I really believe that God is calling us to do, and um, to get to know Him more and more. And um, that is my encouragement to you this morning. And um, may we get to know Genosco, uh, God more and more, and to be still and know that He is God. Amen. Mm-hmm.